Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm also Jake. And today, today is such an honor for the Swish Podcast crew to welcome Atlanta Braves pitcher Ben Rowan to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we can't wait to get started on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here, and uh, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, helping with COVID relief efforts, and I hope we can get some good donations. Yeah, we just started our podcast. Now we're trying to get some professional athletes to help us get bigger and use all of our money that we get to put into our GoFundMe charity for COVID-19 relief. Um, we hope that you and your family are staying safe, and let's start this interview. So our first question, we're going to start you off with some regular baseball MLB-type questions. And first of all, something you get a lot, probably, is when did you start playing baseball, and what drew you to baseball over any other sports you played? I started playing baseball when I was really young, so I was probably introduced to it about three, four years old. Got into T-ball, and, uh, you know, I'm 31 now, so it's been quite a while. Um, but, you know, I enjoyed it when I was young, continued to play a little league and all that, and uh, I also played ice hockey growing up. So those two sports, uh, I continued to play both of those throughout high school, and uh, at the end of high school, I had an opportunity to play baseball uh, at the next level, so I had to continue with that, and I put uh, ice hockey on the back burner. Yeah, definitely. That, that's crazy yeah, you played because you blew up in buffalo for the first went from two to nine years old in new york so you probably played hockey a lot because it's cold a lot so but baseball just grew over you in high school so jake's gonna hit you with the next question yeah so speaking of kind of when you were younger were there any teams and players you liked growing up yeah absolutely when i was younger growing up uh, in buffalo um until i was about eight or nine years old you know we had the atlanta braves on the on tbs so I was a big fan of them. They had Greg Maddox, Bolts, and, uh, you know, those guys were awesome and fun to watch. And then when they moved up to L.A., I was a big Dodger fan. So I was watching uh, Eric Gagne and, uh, you know, all those guys. And uh... Yeah. So as a freshman in high school, you dropped, you dropped your arm angle and became a submarine-style pitcher. So what made you make that whole change in just dropping your arm angle and becoming a different style of pitching? Yeah, so in high school, my high school coach uh, dropped my arm angle down to sidearm, and uh, he was hoping to get it all the way down to submarine, but uh, during high school, the sidearm pitches were working, so we stuck with that. And then uh, at the end of my high school career, I finally dropped all the way down to submarine, and uh, I loved it, and I was getting out, so I've uh, continued with that since. Yeah, so similar to that, and your beginning of your college days, you attended Los Angeles Harbor College, so what made you just made that decision? So right out of high school, I actually went to the University of Southern California and uh, tried to be a recruiter walk-on. Um, I didn't make the team, so I got cut, and then I wanted to continue playing baseball, so I went to L.A. Harbor College. Um, I played there for two years. I knew it was a good program for junior college, and uh, I had a great experience, had a blast, and uh, really promote uh, junior college for anybody who wants to continue playing after high school. Yeah. So after two years at L.A. Harbor College, you transferred to Virginia Tech. So what made you make that change if you were in the transfer portal or there any other colleges that you were willing to go to? So what made you transfer out? So junior college last two years, and then I didn't really have a team after that. Um, I didn't have a school that was really looking at me or recruiting me, so I went and played summer ball in North Carolina. And uh, there I had a pitching coach who helped me find a school for me. And uh, he sent out emails to a lot of schools on the East Coast, and Virginia Tech was one of them. And uh, the pitching coach there loved the submarine angle and gave 
gave me the opportunity to go pitch for them. And I actually signed with going to that school without seeing the campus. And it was a great decision. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, so back in 2010, you were drafted by the Rangers, which the draft is also today. But what was that achievement like for you? It was pretty amazing. Um, I honestly didn't think that I was going to play baseball after college. I talked to only a couple teams in my college career um, you know, about playing afterwards, but I didn't think it was serious interest. So that day of the draft, my wife and I were driving back home and uh, at my, my car packed from college. I was going home and uh, she saw on the phone that I got drafted. And uh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now because uh, I remember I was driving on the freeway and I got chills and we kind of had to pull over and have a little celebration and, and a big hug and, uh, you know, got home, got a big hug from my family, my mom, my dad, and it was a pretty surreal moment. That's craziest to get drafted. So in 2012, two years after you got drafted, while pitching for the Merle, Merle Beach Pelicans, you were the minor league baseball relief pitcher of the year. So was it like winning that huge award, being like noble for one of the top minor league pitchers in your entire like league or ever? Yeah, that was amazing. I really didn't know too much about the award until the voting was happening. Um, my family saw it online, and um, you know it was pretty cool to see that there were actually awards for the whole minor league. I mean, that's pretty big. You have uh, quite, quite a number of players and pitchers um, vying for the, for those awards. So uh, to be selected by the writers, I thought that was uh, a pretty prestigious award. And, uh, you know, it's something that uh, I, I enjoy. And I kind of look back at that season. It was something that I had a lot of fun with. My teammates were a blast. We had a great time in Myrtle Beach. And uh, that's one of the years that I'm always going to remember and have a, many fond memories there. Yeah, so back in 2014, you made your Major League debut on June 15th against the Seattle Mariners, and you pitched scoreless inning. So what was it like just finally playing in the MLB, just like a big stage? That, uh, getting my my MLB debut was pretty surreal, and I think that's a pretty common uh, way to describe it. Um, for me, that day was very special. It was also Father's Day that day, and it was a packed stadium in Safeco in Seattle, which is a beautiful ballpark. If you ever get a chance to go and check it out, it's just an amazing venue. Um, so that day for me, I honestly didn't think I was actually going to pitch. It was my fourth game that I've been there. I've been sitting in the bullpen, hadn't had a chance to pitch. And it was like the eighth inning, and uh, I was just trying to get some working in the bullpen. And all of a sudden, the pitcher who was in the game was having a little bit of trouble. And they called down and said, hey, Rowan's going to go in here in the next hitter. And everything <laughs> set up on me, it was kind of like uh, – a first-person video game. You know, you're running in from the bullpen, and all of a sudden, you have Adrian Beltre plays at third base, Elvis Sanders at shortstop, and Ron Washington handing him the ball at the mound. And it's like, all right, go get him, kid. And uh, it was pretty pretty cool. You know, once I threw the first one-up pitch, it was kind of back to normal. You know, the, the play's 60 feet, 6 inches, the base is 90 feet apart, and it's baseball. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> That's crazy. So a little bit after that, on January 20th, 2015, you signed the minor league contract with what you said was one of your like favorite teams growing up with the Dodgers. But then once before the minor mm-hmm. league season even started, you were part of it. You were traded to Baltimore Orioles. So was it like known that you were being part of a trade just right away before you even got to play for a team that you wanted to sign with? That was a pretty unique day. We were actually getting ready for the first game, and it was a six o'clock game in Tulsa, and we were sitting around playing cards at two o'clock. 
um, getting ready for the game. So there's almost four hours of game time. And then all of a sudden the manager and pitching coach run into the clubhouse to find me. They're like, hey, Rowan, you're not answering your phone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really get service in the clubhouse. So they're like, all right, you got to call you know, your agent. You got to go get a phone call from the farm director. So I went outside and made a phone call and uh, found out that I was getting traded, which was pretty interesting because, like you said, I was playing for the Dodgers organization, somebody that I grew up watching. It was pretty, you know, leading Dodger blue up until that point. Um, and then trading away to a different team, the Orioles, which I didn't know too much about. But, uh, you know, I got the opportunity with the Orioles. I was, I had a great time. We went over to Double A with Bowie, had an exceptional team there. They ended up winning the championship. And uh, that's just kind of how baseball is. You know, it's a business. You get traded. And uh, we picked up my whole life and kind of moved it uh, to the other side of the coast. And thankfully, my family was there. My parents were there for the game. And I gave them a call. And they're like, all right, we're going to drive your car over to uh, Bowie, Maryland from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, my wife was with me. And we just kind of gathered my life and moving on. And uh, I was pretty fortunate to have them with me, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that sounds like a very unique experience. So mm-hmm. back in August of 2016, you were you were claimed off waivers by the Milwaukee Brewers, and you were also outrighted on the 49 round on November 9th. So what was it like knowing that you were going to pitch in the big stage once again, or a different organization? Yeah, so my time with the Brewers was pretty unique as well. It was short. It was two months, but uh, I got to go to Colorado Springs, pitch with them for a month, and then September 1st rolled around, and I was part of the roster expansion for the uh, September call-ups. And um, with that, it was pretty cool knowing that I was going to be there for a full month. I didn't have to worry about being sent down. I was going to go experience Major League Baseball with an amazing team, a great manager, Craig Council. And uh, I I went there and had some fun and just kind of got to relax and uh, had a good time. Um, Got to uh, enjoy that experience for a full 30 days. And uh, I really appreciate that organization for the opportunity. And I know they're doing great things over there. So Milwaukee was a, was a pretty fun time. So after that, on January 18th, 2019, you signed the minor league deal for the Atlanta Braves. And you did a lot there so far. So on July 19th, 2019, you got to pitch in the AAA All-Star game. So our, we have two questions for our last two of these baseball-type questions. And first one, what was it like just pitching in the AAA All-Star game, which is bigger than double and single A? All that is so close to the MLB. So, what was it like being one of the top, knowing that you weren't one of the top pitchers to in like the whole entire AAA system? It was that was a fun time going to El Paso. It was a great city, good ballpark. Um, knowing that uh, you're there against the cream of the crop. I mean, it was it was a pretty cool time. We got to play with a teammate of mine, Travis Demerit, who actually played in the home run derby or participated in that. So uh, it was a really cool experience. Um, it was pretty tough. You know, those guys are all pretty good. You're based in uh, the the top of the guys on their own teams, every batter. And uh, I had a, had a really good time. actually got to be on the team with guys that I was facing during the season, too. So we got to chat in the bullpen and the dugout and kind of get to know each other as well. So um, that was pretty neat. And uh, just being selected to that all-star team was uh, a pretty special experience and uh, something that I'm going to remember for a while. And our last baseball yeah. type question is, what do you hope to do once baseball resumes and once you play, play for the Atlanta Braves organization? Like, what's the first thing you want to do once, like, it all resumes or anything? Like, what do you hope to do? When we get the season going again? Yeah. Man, I, I can't wait to just go out there and compete. <laughs> Watch it's a, a 
having baseball and the entertainment uh, could really help people right now. I think that uh, we can be out there for three hours to kind of get everybody's mind off of the pandemic and everything else going on. And so they can re- re-energize and get back to uh, continue with the fight. So I'm really excited to go out there and kind of do what I can during this time and uh, just be that uh, kind of source of entertainment for a little while. Okay, so now we're going to hit you seven short rapid-fire questions. Not really baseball, and I'll be related like, as much as like you would think, really. So our first one, just it's like a sort of simple but cool pro- question. What's your favorite place that you travel to, it's either in your life or in the LB, like system, minor leagues, everything? Can you play for so, so many teams in different like places? What's the coolest place that you've been to? Um, actually, non-baseball, I, actually, I went to uh, Thailand, and that was a pretty fun trip. Got to uh, kind of hang out on the beach there, clear waters, and also on that same trip, I visited Hong Kong and uh, my buddy there, and that was a pretty cool experience. That does sound like very fun locations to visit, and this one's um, like, what's your like favorite food to just eat? Like, uh, my favorite food is pizza. That's a, <laughs> a guilty pleasure of mine, and I actually love making it as well. Yeah, same with us. <laughs> so. What are your favorite sports teams outside of like the MLB and baseball? And like, who's your fa- who's your favorite favorite who's your favorite non baseball pro athlete like right now? Right now, or when you're growing up, pretty much. Okay. Let's see. So, I've, as I told you before, I played ice hockey. So my favorite hockey teams are the Buffalo Sabers and the LA Kings. And uh, growing up, I was a big Sabers fan when they were in the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. And uh, one of their goalies was Dominic Kasich, and he was awesome to watch just kind of unreal between the pipes and just having a great game on the ice and uh let's see current non-baseball athletes um you know honestly lebron james is just pretty fun to watch going out there and dominating and having a good time <laughs> that's what we all say so jake's gonna hit you um, for our next one this one's kind of similar to the last one but like what what do you think is your next sport that like you enjoy playing and you're good at I, I really miss hockey. I mean, I'm just going to keep going back to that because that's, you know, pretty pretty big passion of mine. Um, I can't wait till. I mean, you know, I, I enjoy playing baseball, but I know one thing I'm going to do after baseball is playing a men's hockey league and enjoy getting out on the ice again. That'll be a good time. Okay, so our fifth question is: well, Have you been practicing any type of like pitches in quarantine just to get ready for a season once it resumes, hopefully again? Like, are there any pitches that you've been working on? Fastballs, curveballs, anything early? Yeah, I've actually taken the time to uh, get better and work with my pitching coach here. Um, really working on a curveball. Um, you know, we we kind of touched on my pitching before and that I'm a submarine pitcher, but I also started throwing overhand again. So I'm working on uh, throwing overhand fastball and an overhand curveball alongside of the submarine pitching. So um, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's kind of something new and uh, unique that I don't think many people are doing right now. Yeah, definitely. That. And so this one's like baseball question, but like, what's your favorite pitch to throw the batter away, just striking out? Yeah, I love my submarine slider. I think it's something that guys don't see very often, and uh, it's some kind of funny and funky swings, and kind of keeping guys off balance. It's pretty fun. And our last wrap up our question before we send off this podcast is: What's your favorite thing to do once quarantine's over? Once quarantine's over, I'm pretty excited to, uh, you know, have some time at the beach. I live here in San Diego, and 
I've gone, you know, once or twice just to check it out right now, but uh, kind of, you know, I'm waiting for this quarantine to be over just so I can be there and kind of have a little less anxiety going out, out in public. So I'm, I'm excited to go to the beach. Yeah, so, and that's really it for our podcast. Um, one, please, please make sure for everyone who's listening to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief, which the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment and follow and drop a like on our podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud, also link in bio. Thanks a lot, Ben. Have a great day and stay safe. But one more thing is where can we find you on social media? Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Um, on social media, I think on Instagram, it's uh, browan89. And then Twitter is b underscore rowan. Um, yeah, feel free to give a follow there. And, guys, I really appreciate it. Doing here. I hope you guys enjoy uh, this, these interviews and uh, we can get more guys on here for you. And uh, I also appreciate uh, what you guys are doing with covid relief that's a huge deal yeah thank you guys once again for listening and hope everyone stays safe peace thank you guys